الحمد لله رب العالمين العاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على ظالمين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة الحمد لله حمدا حمدا All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah الحمد لله الحمد لله يا عباد الله It is incumbent that we consistently and constantly examine ourselves in order to better ourselves and that we keep our betterment at the uppermost of our minds and that we consistently strive to become better. From this is that we have to renew our conviction. Now, we're not speaking about renewal just in full disclosure due to the dates on the Gregorian calendar. Because alhamd, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with a perfect religion, a perfect way of life, a perfect deen. Our new year has already passed many months ago and it's not legislated that we celebrate our new year. So it wouldn't conceivably, conceivably be from intelligence that we will celebrate someone else's new year. So we're not speaking from that regard, but from the regard and from the standpoint of what is real and what is needed to be reminded of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his noble book, he says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, aminu billah, O you who believe, believe in Allah. I want you to reflect on the construction of the sentence. O you who believe, believe in Allah. Rasulih, in his book. Rasulih, and in the book in which was revealed upon his messenger. And the book that was revealed from before. Meaning the kutub. Those books that were revealed before. وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَقَدْ ضَلَّ ضَلَانًا بَعِيدًا And whoever disbelieves in Allah and in His angels and in His books and in His messengers and in the day of judgment, then verily they would have gone far astray. بَعِيدًا Far astray. So far that they cannot come back. That's how far astray. For those who disbelieve in Allah to the end of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in another ayah, another verse in his noble book, 
يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه او يو بيليف انتر انتو اسلام كافه completely now when we look at these two verses ya ayyuhal ladina amanu aminu billah o you who believe believe in allah ya ayyuhal ladina amanu udkhulu fi as-silmi kafa o you who believe enter into islam is it to be understood that what is meant and intended by these verses is يا ايها يا ايها الذين امنوا امنوا من جديد او يو بليف بليف انو يا ايها الذين امنوا اسلموا من جديد او يو بليف تيك يور شهاده اوفر از ذات وات از انديستود ذات واز از از ذات وات از ذا مينينغ اوف ذيس ايات ذن ذا انسر ات ويل بي نو ذات از نوت وات از انتندد ذات از نوت وات از مينت بت راذر وي هاف تو انديستاند the reality of iman we have to understand the reality and the nature of iman to better understand these verses before doing that qala al-hafidh al-kathir al-hafidh al-kathir mentions as related to the latter of the two ayat that were mentioned yaqulu ta'ala that allah ta'ala the most high he says آمن عباده المؤمنين به ومصدقين بالرسول الله تعالى he says commanding his slaves his believing slaves who believe in him and who believe in his messenger they deem his messenger to be true they know his messenger is true they believe in his messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم أن يأخذوا بجميع عرى الإسلام that they hold on to all of the aspects of Islam and they hold on to all of the legislative matters that they hold on to the whole and the totality of the religion and that they implement all of its commands and they stay away from all of the prohibitions all of the things in which we are commanded to stay away from mastata'u min dhalik as much as they are able and capable of doing so from this this is what is meant by udkhulu fi as-silmi kafa enter into islam and is translated as wholeheartedly in totality completely completely submit yourselves unto allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely submit yourselves unto allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now once we have understood the generality of the meaning as explained by al-hafidh ibn kathir then we understand better the statement of the salaf and we know where he got this understanding from qala dhahak an ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma wa abu aliya wa rabi' bin anas udkhulu fi as-silmi yani at-ta'ah that what is intended by enter into as-silmi into islam meaning enter into islam with obedience by being obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every single aspect of your life and everything what is meant and what it means to be a muslim enter into islam in totality taking all of the religion not taking some and leaving other portions of it not practicing some aspects of the religion while being neglectful of other aspects of the religion and turning one's back on other aspects of the religion but by 
implementing all of the religion as much as we are able to do. And this requires that from time to time we stop and we check ourselves. From time to time we stop and we reevaluate ourselves and our situations. This necessitates that from time to time we renew our conviction. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said so that we can better understand in al Iman La Yakhlaku the Prophet ﷺ, he said that verily Iman, it will wear out in the breast of one of you just like a thobe wears out over time. That Iman, it will wear out in the breast of one of you, inside of your chest, inside of that cavity, your torso. That Iman, it will wear out over time just like a thalb wears out over time. Just like a thalb it wears out over time. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, فَاسْأَلُ Ta'ala أَنْ يُجَدِّدَ الْإِيمَانِ فِي قُلُوبِكُمْ So ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, ask Allah the Most High to renew the Iman in your chest, to renew your Iman, to renew your Iman. And thus, when we understand the nature of Iman, that Iman, Yazid wa Yanqus, that Iman, it goes up and it goes down. Yazid bi it goes up with obedience. You see, Iman, it increases with obedience. It becomes stronger with obedience. It increases with obedience. So, therefore, this is why the Sahaba, they mentioned and they taught to the Tabi'un that the meaning of entering to Islam completely, it means what? To renew what? Your obedience, to be more obedient. Obedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how one renews their iman. This is how one increases their iman by believing and by increasing in their obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And be careful because whatever is subject to increase is subject to decrease. So be careful because what will decrease a person's iman, then bila shakku bila raib, then that will be al ma'asiyah, sins. It will decrease your iman. It will wear your iman out. The salaf they used to say, "Yamqusu hatta la yabqa minhu shay'a." It could decrease until nothing is left from it. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to safeguard us. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to increase iman in our hearts. Hada aqulu qulni hada wa astaghfirhani wa lakum wa li jami' al-Muslimin fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-Ghafur rahim Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah. It is incumbent that we take a concern with our iman because as the ulama they mention, anna al-ahamma ma yajibu ala al-abd al-inaya bihi fi hadihi al-hayat al-iman. Because verily, the most important thing that the slave has to give a concern to inside of this world is his iman. I want you to understand that. I want you to really reflect on that, okay? Because the implications of that and how it affects our daily lives, sometimes they are missed upon us. We hear things in concept and we do not connect the dots. Do you understand? The most important thing in which we have to have a concern for is our iman. Is our iman, is our faith. So that our faith, it is, it, is, it is correct. In order for our faith to be correct, we have to learn. We have to learn what is the belief what was that which was taught by the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? How are we to believe? 
We have to study. We have to study the Quran. Where do we draw our iman from? From the Quran, from the Sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu Upon the understanding of who, as understood by the Sahaba, as understood by the Sahaba. Naam. If we are not learning how to believe, how are we going to believe? If we strip ourselves from every opportunity to learn, how are we going to benefit? So in order to get it, in order to have it, we have to, well, we have to learn what it is. How can you establish something that you're ignorant of? It's not possible. How can you believe in something that you're ignorant of? If you don't know it, you can't believe in it. So in order to believe in it, you have to what? Learn it. We hear, we obey. We have to hear the command first in order to know what is the command. We have to have amal. Knowledge is before statements and action. You see how all of these concepts come together? How all of the dots are connected? So we have to learn about our religion. That's one. Not just us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to what? Safeguard ourselves and to safeguard our families. So how are our children going to benefit if they are not learning their iman? How are they going to benefit? And that is connected to what? The next part of it is that what? We have to protect it. We have to protect our iman. We have to protect our iman from any type of pollutants. We have to protect our iman from any type of misconceptions. We have to protect our iman from any type of false information. And this is why we strive to understand the book and the sunnah on the understanding of the sahaba. Because they understood correctly. Those who came after them are, in, are more ignorant. Those who came after them, they have less devotion. So we cannot base our understanding on those who came later who are more ignorant and who are less devout. We have to base our understanding on those who took it straight from the Prophet wasallam, who understood it correctly. Those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has testified that he is pleased with them. They are, Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. Who from the khalaf? Who from those who came later can say that Allah has said that about them? The Prophet وسلم, he said that the Sahaba khayrun nas, they are the best of mankind. Who who came later can say and can claim that for themselves? No one. So therefore we have to base our understanding on their understanding. And this is why anything that contradicts the understanding of the Prophet وسلم, that which was the understanding of the Sahaba is rejected. The worst of all affairs are newly invented matters. Every newly invented matter is a bid'ah. How evil is a bid'ah? How bad is a bid'ah? It's so bad the Prophet وسلم, he said, well, It's a going astray, every going astray is in the fire. So we got to stay away from that because that's not acceptable. That's bad. Nobody wants to go to the fire. Right? That just makes sense. Did you accept this lamb to go to hell? No. So, so bid'ah is not an option. Okay. So we have to protect it from pollutants. What, what other things are pollutants? Bad company, pollutants. Wrong people educating you, pollutants. So on and so forth. Ah, so now we come back to again. Knowing that we have to protect our iman and protect the iman of our children, how do you feel comfortable to put your children into the schools of the kuffar? Do you think the kuffar are teaching them how to be good Muslims? Do you think the kuffar is teaching them about, the, about, about Islam and, how, and, and about belief? Do you think that the kuffar are reinstilling the values of the Muslims? Huh? Do you think the kuffar are reinstilling the values, Islamic values inside of their schools? 
Of course not. The one who's deprived of something, they don't have the ability to give it. So they're only given what they got. What they got is kufr. What they got is false belief. Doesn't benefit them. Doesn't benefit other than them. So is it going to benefit our children? No. Or our children are going to potentially be corrupted. Potentially be corrupted. Those children who go away to the universities and to the colleges and, to, and, 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 and who sit inside these philosophy classes and so on and so forth and they come back doubting their religion. Where do you think that's from? Where do these doubts in the religion come from? It comes from what they have learned from their professors. It comes from the false ideologies and these false theories that they have inside of their books. How do we correlate and how and can we marry Darwinism with what Allah teaches in the Quran? Yeah, subhanAllah, is that even a question? Darwin who went to some islands and looked at some animals and then he came up with a theory and now we're going to take that over what Allah has revealed? Are you crazy? But this is what the children are being faced with. How do we reconcile this and that? Why? What is this an indication of? Is that they never really understood their iman to begin with. So how in the world do we feel comfortable putting them in the likes of the situations? And we're not going to even talk about what is being taught to them now from this propaganda, LGBT, whatever, different name, letter, they bring up every day, different community. How do we protect our children from this now? Where are our values? We're giving our children to wolves. And then we come back and then we come yeah, amazed when they get bitten. We become amazed when they're destroyed. Then you bring them to the masjid. Oh, your man can help my child. You took 18 years destroying them. What am I supposed to do? You took 18 years destroying them. What is our two-day-a-week school supposed to do for them? We have to protect our iman and the iman of our children. Because iman, it goes up, it goes down. The Prophet ﷺ, he said that Iman, it wears out in the hearts, just like a thobe, it wears out. If we do not have a true concern for our Iman, nor that of our children, how can we possibly, how can we conceivably be successful? How can we be successful? It is incumbent that we just don't hear the likes of these things and nod our heads and nom nom because you know the brothers and nom you to death. No, 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 no. But that that translates into action so that that two day a week school turns into a three day, four, five day a week school so that that turns into a K to 12 program. Do we stop there? Of course not. There's going to come a point and there is already the point. We need our own universities. Where we control what is taught. We filter what is taught. So we make sure that everything that is taught is in compliance with the deen of Al-Islam. In compliance with our values. So on and so forth. It has to translate into action. All of these things in which I'm speaking about. They need a foundation upon which to be built. If the masjid is not in order, how can we grow from there? And I want you to reflect on that. But not just reflect on it, but I want you to say to yourself and to commit to yourself, what are you going to do to better this situation? What are you going to do to change it? What are your plans to change it? And, in, and overall, what are your plans to better and change yourself we have to renew our conviction. 
How are you going to go about doing that? When is that going to start? How is that going to look? This is what I leave you to ponder on. وصلى الله تعالى أن يوفقني وإياكم لما يحبه ويرضى وأن يجعلنا مباركا حيثما كنا وأن يجعلنا ممن إذا أعطي شكر وضبط لي الصبر وإذا أثنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء الثلاث عنوان السعادة هذا يا عباد فأقيموا الصلاة إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر